Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Nick Chino, and this is Bridge the Atlantic. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. If you're new here, consider subscribing for more episodes. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. Yes, and I am singer-songwriter and filmmaker Marcio Novelli from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. When I'm not making music or doing this show, I'm producing records and directing music videos. Speaking of which, if you'd like to work together, hit me up on any of my socials. Before we jump into the interview, we just want to let you know that we are on Patreon and you can become a bridger from as little as a dollar per month. You'll gain access to our exclusive new Encore series featuring never before seen videos with our guests and your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly videos here at Bridge the Atlantic. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm adjusting my headphones here. I'm being so professional. Um, And I also want to let you guys know that we have shirts available. The shirt that I'm right now fishing up my ear things. What are they called, Ross? Earbuds. Earbuds. Thank you. Um, I want to let you know that we have shirts available. They are on our website. You can pick them up and receive 20% off your order when you enter the coupon code BTA Rocks. Joining us this week out of Ontario is Nick Chino. Nick was the evening announcer and host of the indie show at radio station Y108 in Hamilton, Ontario from 2010 to 2018. Nick's also a singer, songwriter and musician currently fronting Fool's Union. Yes, Nick has spent the last 20 years performing in various bands, including Neoprene, the Mississippi Kings, City and the Sea, and the Coverboards, playing in venues across Canada, United States, and Europe. We're excited to get to know Nick and hear the advice he'd offer to musicians and other creative professionals. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Nick. Hey guys, how are you? We are well. Well, I can't speak for Ross. How are you doing, Ross? You okay? I'm doing well. I'm doing okay, well. I'm Thank well you. too. I'm t- Let's get awkward right off the bat, man. Tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Three things about myself that everyone should know. Uh, I'm a huge nerd. You might see from the you know the Batman versus Superman poster behind me. I'm a gigantic uh, movie and you know just general general music nerd. Um, uh, I love burgers. I'm a big burger guy. I try not to eat burgers every day, but uh, I love burgers. And like that's always been my my problem. Working when I was in late night radio was always like just having that craving for burgers every time I was finishing my radio show. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a born and bred Hamiltonian. I've lived here my uh, whole life. I've uh, played in bands here forever. And uh, I'm a proud, uh, proud Hamiltonian. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty big nerds here. I mean, yeah. I'm going to speak for myself. Sorry. I don't know if you are, Ross. You're kind of a nerd. You're kind of a Marcia, we've known each other for how long? You know, I know. that I'm kind of, pretend- kind it's of kind a nerd sounds like I, It sounds like I don't know you right now. After like 150 plus interviews, I'm just like, I'm, Ross, I feel, who are you? I, at? Where are you from? You're in Scotland right now, right? Glasgow? I feel, <laughs> I feel quite hurt. I know. We're, we're big nerds here. We're, I just don't want to speak for you. That's all. Yeah. So yeah, the last thing you mentioned was that you've played in bands in Hamilton, but you've also toured kind of all over the place. So mm-hmm. what I really like to hear about is as someone who's been a touring musician for many years, what's been the biggest thing that you've learned from your time on the road that maybe others can learn from? 
Um, I think it's uh, what I've learned is that it's important to obviously build audiences kind of in the places that you're planning to go. It's always good to have people in the room uh, when you show up to play your gig. And I think that that involves getting kind of people on board before you show up in their town, especially if it's, um, you know, we did some gigs down in New York city. And so before we went down there, we tried to spread as much word to people within the industry and people that we could see on social media to, to come out to the show and say hello and, and, and kind of meet people on the ground in New York city. And that kind of, preceded us before we got there so when we got to the venue it wasn't so like oh well, how are we going to get people into this room it was more like well how can you know they're in the room how can we get them to stay here and i think that's the most important thing is to try to build an audience uh you know before you get there and obviously when you get there that's when you continue to build that audience it's kind of interesting too because i mean if you f- if you flash back like 20 years that is how you built an audience just going on tour but, you know, we live in a world now with social media that we can actually work on getting people in the room before we even travel anywhere, which is an amazing thing to do. There's a lot of bands out there that don't utilize social media or it's one end or the other. It's just social media without the touring or touring without social media. But putting them together, I think, is really the uh, the full use of what we can do in this day and age as as artists. <laughs> Yeah, you don't really have to, you know, back in the day, like when I was first in, in bands back in the like early 2000s, you know, we'd go out and poster everywhere. And then, you know, you'd be, you know, just trying to get your music out, whichever way possible. And it kind of seemed right. like there was only certain avenues that you could go through. And obviously, social media has completely opened up that whole world where you can have fans all over the place that, you know, may not be able to see you live, but they're mm-hmm. still, you know, enjoying the music as much as they can. And, you know, hopefully coming out to see you if you're going into yeah, their town. I, th- I think it's a great time to be an artist. Um, but there's also people like yourself who helps out indie artists. You, you were one of the f- you were the uh, one of the first, I think, to play my music in on a on mainstream Hamilton radio station, which is fantastic. And um, I guess what I want to ask is, you know, when adding songs to a playlist, you know, um, what do you or other radio programmers look for? You know, what was your criteria when you were putting a playlist together? Um, well, there's a bunch of criteria because there's a lot of submissions that come in. And I think a lot of it has to do with the presentation that the artist is putting forth. Um, you know, you want to see uh, an artist or a band that's really kind of working towards honing their craft. And that kind of goes through the entire process of being a band. It's making the music. Obviously, the recordings have to sound good. It is being played on the radio. So that was a big part of what I was thinking about. I'm like, this has to sound good on the radio. People listening to this have to want to be able to kind of connect with this song. So that was important. And then uh, the presentation, website, social media presence, um, just the way that kind of people approach uh, radio announcers. And that's kind of funny because I'm both a musician and an announcer. And so when it was like, you know, picking bands, it was like, like kind of juggling those two different sides of, you know, one a musician trying to help fellow musicians, but then being a programmer who had to kind of keep a certain amount of quality to the show as well. But I think that's what gives you an edge, you know, like here in Bridge Atlantic, Ross and I are both musicians. Um, you know, I, I'm more, I, I'm more of a practicing musician right now. Ross is, has a history. I just music. don't practice. You just don't practice. Yeah, you don't practice. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we both have that, and you know. But also doing what we're doing, I think that it gives it gives an edge that maybe somebody who's not an artist um, doesn't get. So you know, that's what I love about you is that you are an artist. You get it, 
And uh, I think even, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you'd be the kind of guy that even if you don't pick someone, you tell them why and you'd probably be like, keep working on it, you know, so so I can get you on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's also, it's a, uh, that's a delicate kind of process because Mm -hmm. you don't want to discourage people. It's not like you're saying, oh, you know, you should stop doing this or you should give up. It's like, well, you know, it's like you obviously love what you're doing. So maybe you could work on it in these certain areas and then come back to it. And I remember that as well when I was a musician in the early days was that I would, you know, our, our ambition was like up here, whereas mm. our talent maybe was a little bit lower than that. Right. <laughs> and so it's um, a matter of encouraging people, the constructive criticism and trying not to be a jerk about it, you know, like, exactly. which is like, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying not to be, be like that, but sometimes you have to, you know, be a little bit stern, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's really, it's for their own good. <laughs> yes, exactly. For your own growth and, and yeah, yeah, everything like absolutely. that. Because so. <laughs> if you just sugarcoat it, then no one's going to ever get better. Right, right. exactly. So still on the, on the subject of, you know, having music played on radio, what advice would you offer to bands and artists who are looking to get their music on the radio? Like what sort of steps should they be taking to get their music in the hands of decision makers like yourself? Um, I, you know, like we had a couple of different uh, avenues when I was working at Y108 and, you know, we had the website, we had social media um, and, uh, you know, basically it's like, like I said, make a good recording and then, you know, have your, your things to, you know, I, I would get emails from bands sometimes saying, okay, well, like, Hey, we're in a band, we're working on something. It's going to come out eventually uh, just so you know. And it's like, well, you know, I can't do much with that. So when you have your product together, it's best to just kind of uh, research the stations that you're looking at, know what kind of programming that they have that could be advantageous to the independent artist. You know, with Y108, you could have looked at the website. You say, hey, we got the indie show. So that's a good opportunity to submit your music. And then just, you know, be you know, be concise and just give all your information up front. Here's the music. Here's what we want. Here's what we're doing. And just, uh, you know, just be as um, kind of, uh, and persistence is a good thing too, because some things just slip through the cracks sometimes. Yeah. So I would get so many artists. And so, you know, it's always good to follow up and see what's going on, see if there's any traction. And that's what they call radio tracking in the industry. So, Mm. Uh, and I've done that for my band as well, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So like uh, that's that's I've done that with my band in the past too before I was working in radio as an announcer um just you know following up with different announcer or different DJs across the country and seeing uh seeing where things are at. I love that. I love it. Um I guess another thing I really want to know which is something I'm always interested in knowing when it's uh when there's a person with multiple passions like yourself uh, it's something that Ross and I struggle with because we, you know, we, we do much more than just Bridge the Atlantic and it's, it's a juggling act, you know? So for someone like yourself, how do you find, how do you balance different aspects of your career? You know, especially when you're switching from say broadcasting uh, to songwriting or performing and uh, all the other passions you have in your life, you know, how do you manage your time most efficiently? Well, it's, it was cool because I was able to kind of merge a lot of my passions together when I was working at Y108 because it is a rock radio station. I am a rock guy. I play in bands. Um, and so I was able to kind of cross a lot of those streams, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and being a musician myself and being a, an active songwriter was able, I think, to lend a little bit extra credibility to myself as an on-air announcer because, you know, I, I, I know the music, I know the bands. And so that was a big part of it. Um, I was working the evening show for the last three or four years, so it was a little bit difficult to go out and practice or play with my band. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a that was a big thing when I got the job doing full time. I'm like, guys, I got good news. I got some. I got a full time job, but 
uh, we can't, <laughs> we can't play any gigs Monday to Friday. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so they're like, Oh, great. You know? And, um, things are, you know, and so things are picking up a little bit now, but it's like that balance, but you know, we were able to work it out no matter what. And thankfully I was able to still do the band and still do the radio thing at the same time. Why would you ever limit yourself, right? As a person, as an artist, as with anything, you know, pursue anything that you want to do. I think, I think we're living in a time where people embrace that a bit more. I think, you know, flashback a bit, people used to think, oh, I thought he was an actor. I thought he was a musician. I thought he was just whatever you want to do, man, do it. Life's too short to do anything else or not, not to pursue your, your dreams and and do what you want to do. Right. That's what I love. Yeah. Well, there's lots of freedom in that. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, um, to everyone tuning into this right now, we just want to let you know that if you'd like to hear more from Nick, which why wouldn't you want to hear more from Nick, you can head on over to our uh, Patreon uh, to check out our exclusive Encore series where we will be chatting with Nick about building relationships with radio programmers, uh, which is really important. And uh, this special series is called Encore, and it's just for our patrons, so don't miss it. Um, Nick, where is the best place for people to connect with you online? Um, well, I run a website, like a, a pop culture blog and website called VigilanteDetective.com, which has kind of been my uh, always my personal outlet to talk about the things that I'm passionate about. So, um, you know, movies, music, I do video reviews on YouTube, um, trying to get more into the YouTube thing. I, you mm-hmm. know, seeing you guys do your thing is give you know, see how kind of take things up the next uh, the next awesome. level on YouTube. Um, and then also at, uh, at my Twitter at Twitter.com, The Walking Nick, and uh, you can check out the band at foolsunion.com awesome awesome Awesome. and you can find us as in Bridge Atlantic on Twitter Facebook and Instagram don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of these shirts while you're there as for me I am working on my new solo album and you can check out my music on Spotify and iTunes and just about everywhere and anywhere you like to stream or download music follow me on Facebook Instagram Twitter and Patreon which are all my name Marcio Novelli and I am working on websites for various arts at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. You got to get that Electric Kiwi Design fit. You got you to gotta make that the same one, man. Every time you say that, well, I'm like, you it's know, Electric Kiwi across the board and then Electric Kiwi Design. It. It's because there's an energy company in New Zealand called Electric oh, Kiwi and they got there first. Go out of business. <laughs> go out of business, well, guys. If their reviews are anything to go by, they might be going out of business. <laughs> I love it. This episode was brought to you by Social Surge, your source for social media marketing and online music promotion. All links are in the description, so please check them out because they do what, Ross? They keep the show alive. That's right. And if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic, where you can also gain access to our exclusive new series, Encore, and so much more. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes and let us know what you think in the comments. Thanks for coming on the show, Nick. It's so nice to see you again. It's so nice to chat with you. And uh, I I hope uh, everyone here has learned something from you today. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. We'll We'll, uh, see you over on Encore. Absolutely. You just stole my line, you son of a bitch. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.